You're listening to Expansion, the podcast for EXP agents. Expand your skills, expand your value. Here's your host, Glenn Sandberg. Hey, welcome to Expansion, a podcast about personal and professional growth here at EXP. I'm your host, Glenn Sanford, founder of EXP Realty. And each Tuesday and Thursday, I'll be talking to one of our icons um, and about their careers, uh, success, and ultimately what inspires them. We'll keep each episode under 25 minutes. I'm thinking already about expanding that. Uh, this is my second podcast. There's so much great information. So, uh, you know, as you drive to your next listing, this would be something uh, cool to listen to. So today I'm super excited to welcome Elizabeth Riley, uh, longstanding EXP agent. I think she's icon more times than anybody else in, in the history of EXP Realty. Uh, she's also the owner of the Lux Property Group in Austin, Texas. And uh, welcome, Elizabeth. I am so excited to be here with you. Thank you for having me. This is so fun. Yeah, well, um, you know, it's uh, we met in in, in twenty. I think it was twenty thirteen. Is that? It's, or was it twenty thirteen? Or I, for sure by twenty fourteen. October twenty fourteenth is when we met. Twenty fourteen is when we met. Yes, in October. Oh wow. Okay, so it was twenty fourteen. Yeah. Uh, we met in in in, in twenty fourteen, and I'd flown to to Austin. I remember. Uh, Ian Marshall, uh, you know, was had uh, in in Austin, Texas, or no, in in Atlanta, Georgia, had said, "Got to connect with Elizabeth," uh, and uh, so flew out there. And I think um, uh, you got pretty excited about kind of this, you know, doing something new. I think you were kind of in that mode where it's like, "Hey, been been successful, kind of doing your thing," and kind of going, "How do I mix it up? How do I kind of take the, you know, maybe not take it to the next level, but really, I think you were looking for some some." Kind of how do you, you know, making real estate a little bit more fun than maybe it had been. Um, maybe, tell us a little bit about that meeting and, and how have things been going? How long have you been in the business? You know, you know, all, it's just a little history of, of you and, 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 uh, the real estate industry. Sure. That's awesome. Um, so I've been in the business this month, 17 years. Got started in Atlanta, Georgia, because my husband and I owned investment properties. And my CPA said, you have to get your license. So it's not that I had this burning desire to be a real estate agent. And I went to a company that was the only company that would allow me to do real estate part-time and realized quickly, oh, I love this. This is great. I'm serving people. I'm helping people. I'm I'm finding solutions, right, in something that's so important in their lives. And became a top producer in Atlanta, Georgia with that company just by building mostly referral business. And then in 2008, my husband was transferred to Austin, Texas. If we all remember 2008, not the best time to be in the business or start a new real estate business. But for me, I saw that as opportunity, right? Atlanta, I had just burst. We had short sales foreclosures, but Austin, I didn't know anybody. I didn't know how to get around. I figured, well, why not? I have nothing to lose. And so I jumped in full feet and built my business here in Austin and in 2014, my my office had 650 agents, and I was the number one agent at that time. And I remember coming home to my husband after the award ceremony saying, I'm getting out of the business. And he was like, you're crazy. What are you talking about? You just won number one. You're at the top of your career. And I said, no, because we talk about God family business, and it was all business. And I was on this hamster wheel, and it was so transactional, and it was exhausting. And I wasn't enjoying it. And I love to do things I'm passionate about. And so I actually was going to get out of the business or he told me to start my own brokerage. And I was not interested in being a boss or creating an, another job for me. And that's when Ian stepped in because I was aligned with Ian and Carrie and the whole Atlanta team at my old brokerage. And they said, there's an opportunity for us to work together again. 
And would you meet with somebody? And when you when you respect somebody and you trust somebody, you'll you don't ask questions. Sure, I'll, I'll meet with anybody you'd like, right? And and that was you. And so you came into Austin at the time. You had about four hundred agents, right, in the whole company. My market center had more than your company did. But what I loved was your passion, your excitement. You were doing something completely different, completely new. But really, people join people. And the fact that you were talking about building an agent-owned company or, or an agent brokerage built by agents, owned by agents, was so new and different. And then you showed me Stefan Swanepoel's trends report, where they talked about all the different models, right? And they talked about right. this little company nobody's ever heard of called EXP Realty, but they're the ones to watch. They're the Amazon.com of real estate. And when I saw that, I said, uh-huh, what if this does something cool? I mean, that would be really fun to be a part of something. It wasn't the financial piece for me. I was bored. I was burned out. I needed something new and different. And the real estate industry didn't have anything new and different. So I thought, well, huh, that might be fun to build something. And what if it doesn't work? Okay. If it doesn't work, well, I go to any other brokerage model. They all want the top producers. They all need the bodies, right? Or I start my own brokerage. What do I have to lose? But really, it was all about you meeting you and then also Jason guessing who was president at the time and just being in alignment with an amazing leadership. And I knew that we could build, grow and lead and learn together. And I wanted to be a part of it. Well, oh, well, it's been, it's been an honor, you know, obviously uh, getting to know you better, working with you, spending time with you and your family. Um, you know, we, uh, uh, the, the life of the Riley's as uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's been, it's been amazing kind of to see, the, the journey um, that we've been on together because, you know, 400 agents to, you know, 79,000 plus agents in relatively short, very short period of time um, is pretty, pretty, uh, pretty epic in itself. Um, so you're obviously, you, I, how many times have you iconed? Is it six times or seven? Five? I'm the only seven, right. Seven. And that was one of the big draws you kept talking about building production and building big producers. And that's all we know, right? If you don't understand our model at the time, it's like, how do I build a bit bigger business and leverage? And you talked about share, uh, shares and stock ownership for icons. And where I was before, I got a baseball cap every single year saying I was a top producer. And here you're talking about stock. And I was like, well, that's kind of cool. I want ownership in something. You treat something different when you own it. And so I was the first icon ever named at EXP. And I'm the only one with seven icons. And it's been life-changing, not only for me professionally, but personally as well. It's changed. It's allowed for time freedom, financial freedom, and allows me to make different choices that I would have had to make if I was just one transaction after another. Right. And and, and it's the, you, you mentioned the word hamster wheel. I made a mistake one time of calling it a treadmill, but then I realized a lot of people run on treadmills every day. <laughs> <laughs> right. They like doing that. They like doing they, that. They don't like the they, hamster wheel. They don't like the hamster wheel. Um, so you're, you you, you were, I think when we met, you were an, I think an, an individual agent. Um, and, and now you have a little bit, do you have, do you have a team? I know it's a Lux property group. Is it, what, what's your team look like? Well, that's what I love about our model is we have options. We have choices. We're very entrepreneurial. And, and when you talked about the self-organized team or the standard team or the mega icon team, there's a little bit of something for everybody. So I have actually a self-organized team. And I liked that because I don't want to be boss, just like I didn't want to create a brokerage. I didn't want to have to 
compare splits or, or take a certain amount from different people. I wanted flexibility for us all to build and grow. And like I say, now lift others as I climb. So I have a self-organized team. There's five of us on the team. We all are individual agents though. We have our own individual production. We have our own individual caps. They don't pay me any splits. Uh, I could ask them to, but again, I'm trying to build something together and we're having fun and it actually makes us look bigger in the marketplace even though we're individual agents, we're collaborating, we're working together, we're marketing together, and we act like we're a formal team. Oh, awesome, awesome. And so what, what is your, how do you generate your business? What, like, um, I, I'm, uh, I'm saying this a little tongue-in-cheek, but um, love to get your response. I, I, I tend to think that you love CRMs and, and sending lots of emails. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my favorite. And I love following my numbers, as you know, right? Um, you know, my CRM is, I don't really even use it. Uh, I don't follow that. I don't, I'm very visual. I'm, I try to treat my clients like they're my one and only clients. And my business, I'm proud to say, is 100% referral. Whether it's referrals from past clients, referrals from people I know, referrals from agents from all over the country. It's amazing, but my business is built uh, in such a way, in different way, in, in different funnels, but it's all relational. It's all uh, re- referral-based, right? So I'm not sending emails. No, but there's too many emails that are sent out. I can't get into a conversation with somebody over an email. I want to sit down with them. I want to get to know them. I want to build that relationship. I want to earn that relationship, right? Who am I? And this is okay because everybody does business differently, but who am I to ask you for the business, Glenn? Right. And I haven't asked you or earned your relationship. To me, it's just not authentic. It's not genuine to who I am. So I want people to work with me because they know me, they like me, and they trust me, and we're in alignment. And because of that, my business has grown. And I do a very, very good job. Right. If if I'm going to do a great job, everybody's going to tell them everybody about me. Right. If I don't do a good job, they're going to tell everybody about me. I want them to know that I'm there in their corner, making them feel heard, making them feel valued. And the rest will come. I don't rely on CRMs. I don't rely on on emails or mass texts. I, I rely on something that's authentic to who I am, and that's the relationships. So, which which brings up the the, the other question, which is how how do being such a relationship oriented individual, as I know you are, how do you stay organized? How do you how do you keep track? of all that? Is it all in your head? Is it, uh, is it um, like, how do you sort of organize around, you know, your next uh, listing, your next buyer? What, how does that all look? Yeah, it's interesting because I used to keep that all in my head and I was thinking too small and I wasn't really treating my business like a business, right? And I've learned that over the years at EXP, being surrounded by some amazing business people and leadership. But I mean, I take clues from successful people. How was EXP built? You love Trello, right? I I actually started using Trello because I'm so visual. I like seeing everything in front of me. I like being able to move it around. My my TC, uh, she likes using it because we can interact easier than a CRM. So for me, I use Trello now. I use Trello for my marketing. I use Trello for my my checklist or my, um, you know, to be, you know, determined type activities, but I use it for my clients as well. So I know what's going on at any one time when I can visually see it instead of, you know, searching a CRM. Okay. Who are my past clients? Who are my, 
current clients, that's just too time consuming for me. Right. Well, I think it, probably 90% of agents, in, in my opinion, um, Trello would, would likely be a better CRM for, for, for most agents than what they're currently using. Well, considering that probably 80%, 80% of those 90% are not using anything. So True. The, it, and, and, and the, 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 the other 10% they're probably using some sort of glorified address book and, and the CRM that they are using, they're not really plugging in the functionality and it, it's sometimes hard to keep track of the people that they're, they're dealing with. And, and when you think about the size of an active agent's database, while it should be large, um, in reality it's probably only, you know, maybe a hundred, 200 people in their, in their database. And, and so you can, to a large extent, manage that maybe better and, and, and using a Trello board than trying to use a, a traditional CRM. Well, and I think the best CRM is the one you're going to use. For years, I used Excel, and that worked easier for me than a CRM. Uh, and then I started, okay, I guess I need a CRM. But it's trial and error. Figure out what works for you. But Trello has been really great for me, and I was a little overwhelmed at first because I just didn't know it. I didn't understand it. And there's still a ton for me to learn now, but it's been the easiest thing for me to use and incorporate into my business. And it's, it's what works for me. Right. So uh, on the Trello topic, cause I, I, I'd love to, you know, for, for agents to really be able to pick up some granular items that, you know, if they do, you know, jump on Trello, um, do you use the custom fields feature? How do you, how do you keep track of the, the, the customer data, your client information? Is it, is it just uh, just in the description field? How, how do you organize, use your Trello cards? Well, I use it in a couple different ways. I love the labels, right? So mm-hmm. I'll color code the different labels. So I'll know if it's a buyer. I'll know if it's a referral. My assistant will know if it's a referral. Um, I will know if it's a um, coming soon, right? So I color code everything so I know what uh, it's supposed to be. And my assistant's uh, knows what it's going to be as well. And so then I can color code, but in the description, I can put what it is, what the information is. I haven't really dug into all the functionality of Trello. Um, like I know that there's so much and there's, and and I have one of my agents who's actually working on onboarding for me. And she's really built this out where Google forms will come in and the information goes directly in there and photos and things like that, which is great. But again, that's, I just use it for the basic information that I need. But the labels and the descriptions are, are mostly what I rely on. What about the columns? Like, do you do you have set columns like, uh, uh, you know, uh, a uh, uh, you know next client? Like, what are, do you use columns or do you? Use, I do. How do you, yeah, I have columns. I categorize them like my buyers or my under contract. So I'll have under contract. I'll have buyers. I'll have coming soon. I'll have listings. I'll have investors. Um, I have one referral source that's very very big because I sit on an advisory board for them. So I keep that tracked because I want to see how, um, how impactful that relationship is. So, um, and then I'll have closed and, uh, closed files just so I, it's a snapshot. So anytime I need to look at something really quick, I was on the phone with a a referral the other day and they asked me, how many buyers are you, are you currently working with? I haven't had that question in a long time, but what was cool is I could open up Trello. I can look at the buyer list. I'm like, Oh, I can tell you real quick. And then I was able to itemize just how many were there just because of visually using those columns. So, um, you know, obviously there's different personas in, in real estate as real estate agents. Um, um, I know that you've got a, 
a, a high in the disk profile, you've got a high D component, but obviously you also have a high I component. Um, for agents that are, you know, we'll say wired like you, um, what is one thing that you th think that you've done better than, you know, than anyone else that has really helped you stay the course? Um, and obviously now you're hopefully you're not burning out like you were back no. in 2014, but, but is there something that you do consistently that, you know, somebody adopted it that, you know, got kind of that same persona could really change the game for them? Well, you just, you just said it, it's consistency, right? I think agents, we chase all these different things. Oh my gosh, they're doing that. Oh my gosh, they're doing that. We compare ourselves to others too much. I always say comparison kills joy. And it's really a reminder for me as well, because I can get in that that mode where, oh my gosh, I'm not doing enough. This is what they're doing. But it's really about consistency. And I teach on this and I train the agents on this all the time about marketing to your sphere, building those deeper relationships. But you have to be consistent in whatever you do, whatever route you decide to go on. If you're going to do something one or two times, you're not going to see the effects. I mean, if you go to the gym one or two times, I wish you would see the effects, but you don't, right? You have to be consistent. You have to time block. You have to time manage. And I think agents get really, really busy and we're really reactive, but we really need to step back and be more proactive and be consistent. And if you're putting a plan in place and you're following that, then you can be a lot more preact uh, proactive and be a lot more successful and intentional with your time and your clientele than you are when you're chasing whatever comes your way. So for me, I stay in touch with my clients three times a month in different ways, right? I do a direct mail piece every single month. And it's not about just listed or just sold. Nobody cares about that, right? It's about what something that might be fun and something that might be a little bit unique. Um, one of the fun things we did during, I mean, it wasn't fun, but we did it during COVID it was shelter in place where everybody was at home and the parents and the families are like, Oh my gosh, what do we do with our kids? And so we sent out a postcard that had lemons on it and it says, are your four walls giving you the squeeze? Let the Lux property group make lemonade out of lemons. And then we put a little package of Kool-Aid lemonade in there. And what was cool about that was it's not about trying to get a client. It's about staying top of mind. You want to make an impact on the way to the trash can. So they're going to open my things. I'm not going in the pile with a bunch of real estate agents who are talking about they're just listed, just sold. Look at me. How, how, how important am I? It's like, oh, this is kind of fun. What's Elizabeth doing this time? And what happened is all of a sudden now these moms and these kids are making lemonade and they're posting it all over social media and they're making stories. Thank you for the activity. Right. So that brought them together just from some simple touch that the real estate agent did. That is not really just seen as an agent. It's it's seen as a friend who happens to be in real estate. So you want to set yourself apart from everybody. But I do something like that every single month. And then I'm always reaching out. I have my list of my clients. I'm always reaching out. I don't like talking on the phone. It's just I don't like being cold called. I don't like being called out of the blue. So I don't do that to other people. Right. And then I'm trying to be intentional and in inviting people to coffee or lunch. Let's catch up. I'm not talking about real estate. I'm talking about them. How are you? right? That's the easiest script in the world. How are you? And listen. And the real right. estate conversations will come, but it's, I think we talk too much. We don't listen and we don't engage in conversations because we're so, we're so divided. Our attention so divided in so many other ways. So just being consistent and, and earning that relationship over time. Awesome. Awesome. Well, you know, we, uh, uh, 
I, I mentioned we're going to extend these these podcasts in the future. I've already learned from my first two podcasts that 15 minutes is a little bit short. There's so much more that I know we can cover. Um, but uh, uh, Elizabeth, I, I want to just thank you uh, for for coming, being um, guest number two uh, on uh, the expansion podcast. Um, and uh, also, everybody, thanks for listening. Um, be sure to uh, uh, check out Elizabeth at the Lux Property Group. Is there a way that you would uh, encourage people to reach out to you or find you? Uh, I think most of it will be internal, but we may make some of these external for, for agents not in, in EXP. But any, any way that people get, a, get in touch with you? Sure. Internal. I love workplace chat. So definitely find me on Workplace Chat. It's an incredible, incredible tool that we have at EXP. Um, external, you can find me. My website's easy, www.luxpg.com, L-U-X-E-P-G.com. And Glenn, I just want to thank you. I want to thank you for your vision. I want to thank you for your heart and your generosity. The same person I met back in 2014, the, the success, the fame, everything that you've done, it hasn't changed you as a person. It hasn't changed your heart and your core. And I am so blessed to know you. I'm so blessed to be a part of this uh, this company and I'm so blessed to call you friend. Awesome. Well, thanks again, Elizabeth. And, and again, thanks for being uh, being on this. And, and it's been an, uh, an amazing journey so far. And the journey is just, just, uh, just getting started. So Just getting started. Yeah. So again, join us uh, next time. Uh, and until there, then take care. This has been the Expansion Podcast. You've been listening to Expansion. Tune in every Tuesday and Thursday for new episodes. Thanks for being the best part of EXP.